You're listening to The Engine Room, the podcast by Midlands Connect, covering transport, investment, the economy, and much more. In this episode, I speak to James Chapman from East Midlands Railway, discussing how we can improve the Nottingham to Lincoln rail route. Welcome, James, to The Engine Room podcast. If you'd like to introduce yourself. Yeah, good morning. Thank you, Kira, for having me. Uh, it's good to good to join you today. Um, so my name's James Chapman. I'm the Principal Service Strategy Manager at East Midlands Railway. Um, so I work within the Permanent Timetable team, um, and we basically look at sort of the uh, the long term plans. That basically means our sort of permanent base timetable, um, and sort of looking at you know the, the future timetables as well, um, sort of the near nearer future, really. Um, yeah, I've been at EMR for nearly five years. Um, so started when it was East Midlands Trains. I've seen quite a few franchise changes. Um, and for the first couple of years, I used to work within the uh, franchise team. Um, so kind of looking at our franchise um, and contractual obligations and things like that. And then I moved to this role about two and a half years ago, I think. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. I understand this is the first podcast you've taken part in. Is that right? So that is correct. Yes. Well, we'll be very gentle. We'll get straight to it. <laughs> thank you. Midlands Connect has uh, launched plans recently to boost the line speed along the Nottingham to Lincoln rail route. And this means we've submitted the strategic outline business case to the Department for Transport, and it's calling for £18 million worth of investment in the line. Um, We published a report about this, which was titled All Change the Castle Line, and it basically explains how these plans hope to make rail travel more attractive to people and to reduce car dependence in the area and benefit the local economy. Now, EMR have been listed as a key stakeholder in these plans, and I know you helped out with the development of the plans. So could you just tell us a little bit more about EMR's role? Yeah, of course. Yes. So and this is a really exciting project for EMR, really. Um, You know, we know that journey times are kind of one of the most important factors for customers, whether when choosing to travel uh, by train or not. Um, You know, industry modelling kind of shows that even just a few minutes can be the difference as to whether someone or not decides to take the train. Um, Yeah, and obviously those benefits, the kind of the improved journey times go wider. You know, for example, it could help with better performance, which again, we know is one of the top factors in customer satisfaction. You know, we, we work hard to drive good performance. Um, you know, so yeah, I think think for our role in it really, you know, we have a good relationship with you guys at Billings Connect, you know, and we've been really pleased to sort of provide advice and provide data um, and just to sort of lend our support to the projects going ahead, you know, and kind of help sell those benefits really, I, I suppose, and sort of give our give our view on how those benefits will help the railway. Yeah, it's crucial there that you said even just a couple of minutes savings in journey journey time makes the real travel more attractive to people. And you see yes. a difference long term in your passenger numbers if you can reduce that journey time. Yeah. Currently, we our figures show that just 10% of the journeys between Nottingham and Lincoln are made by train. And if these plans get the go ahead, we really expect that to start to increase because we're we're going to increase the speed, hopefully, from 50 miles an hour to 75 miles an hour throughout the route. So we'll see that journey time start to decrease. Yeah. 
Um, at Midlands Connect, we recognise that these are two important urban areas, Nottingham and Lincoln, and they're not well served at the minute. Um, and this is part of the first step in a long term plan for this route to make that train route more attractive and to transition people to more sustainable travel. Can you tell us how that marries with EMR's plans to attract more people to the trains? Yeah, so I think similar to you guys, really, we're just really keen to see um, growth on the route and we absolutely recognise the benefits of this scheme um, helping to attract people to use uh, the railway more in this area, really. So, uh, you know, it's, it's been a challenging few years along this route with the pandemic and then operationally um, in that area m- more recent times too. So um, in terms of sort of growth, you know, in, in May 23 timetable, uh, the May 23 timetable change happened recently. You know, we were really pleased to put additional services uh, along this route across the week and also on Saturdays too uh, you know so hopefully we've seen sort of commuters and leisure travellers alike now seeing those greater opportunities to travel and that's hopefully attracted uh, more people to travel with us um, yes yeah, so, and I think you know given the financial challenges facing the industry at the moment you know um, you know it's really really important that we do see that kind of attraction and growth back to the railway um, you know, so the journey time improvements, you know, we believe will help see greater customer journeys and also crucially given there's some greater revenue into the railway as well, which can obviously be sort of further invested and, and supported for the future too. And to ultimately all c- contribute to our net zero targets at some stage as well in the future, yeah. we need to start making these changes now, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Our purpose at Midlands Connect is our our mantra is to create a fairer greener stronger midlands by improving our transport networks and we're in the position where we're able to take that long-term view and try and figure out where to improve the connections between urban areas and our towns and our cities and to help that boost the economy as well as creating a more sustainable future for us all. It's not just about investing in trains and in railways just for the sake of it. We're here genuinely to make life better for people living in the region in the future and often it's 10, 20, 30 years time that we're looking at. But for this particular project, the key milestones are potentially starting work in 2026 and with a completion date of 2028. How important is it for you to have an organisation like Midlands Connect to take that long-term vision and go beyond the annual planning cycle that we're all in sometimes mm-hmm. yeah absolutely you know thinking long term about the growth and investment in the railway industry you know it's really really important um you know obviously yeah we've got to address the current challenges as well you know particularly as i said it's not too long since we've come out of the pandemic and we're still kind of adapting to those new ways of working but you know envisaging for the future and planning for sustainable development you know that's really vital to drive the progress as well um you know invested in the railway infrastructure you know, like you said, not only enhances connectivity and accessibility, but it also contributes to that economic growth, reduce congestion, environmental sustainability, you know, which is which is really, really important as we get, um, you know, aim to get to net zero. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's great to kind of see the sort of drive from Midlands Connect really, you know, plugging and, you know, supporting that investment you know it's really crucial as well and that can also help with ensuring we adapt to changing trends and new technologies um you know which which you guys are really supportive of you know particularly as we look to get that better integration with other modes of transportation um across the region as well um 
so yeah, I think um, particularly with Midlands Connect, obviously, you know, you kind of see that holistic picture. Um, so that's really, really key for these sort of integration side. Yeah. And obviously the last few years, we've seen quite a bit of change at EMR, um, particularly with the change in our fleet as well. But that's kind of an example of how that longer term thinking is providing benefits for the region. We're in the lucky position with this project that we've had a great deal of support from local leaders who've thrown their weight behind the plans. So we've had MPs, business leaders and local authority representatives all supporting the business case publicly. And it's really important for us to get as many voices as we can to keep highlighting the need for investment and to make sure that this is recognised as an important scheme which needs to be funded. How can EMR support that? And are you pleased to see that level of support as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we, we've kind of been really impressed to see how supportive stakeholder groups and individuals alike really um, are seeing um, this scheme, um, you know, and supporting it. Um, yes, yeah, so it's definitely important to keep highlighting it. Um, and, you know, like you said, with the sort of um, photo calls recently, EMR has been there at Lincoln and Nottingham as well, kind of alongside the local leaders and colleagues from Midlands Connect to showcase the scheme and that's had media coverage um, and you know just generating that awareness I think is really helpful to keep it um, on the radar so yeah we, we definitely um, you know agree with that and supportive of keeping the momentum up. Um, I think as well it's not only important in terms of getting it funded but it's also just bringing that awareness to people that actually you know there are some exciting schemes and investments coming to the railway obviously that then in turn sets the ball rolling for more people seeing rail as an attractive option of travel and actually once the scheme comes into fruition um you know that'll be helpful just to have people's awareness of it and actually oh yeah you know we know our trains should see improved journey time and that should hopefully translate into actually seeing people starting to use it as well just by generating that awareness yeah i guess it's not just about profile raising with decision makers but it's actually with the general public as well because Often, particularly at the moment, there are so many negative stories around railways. It's important to help people recognise there is that long-term planning and we do want to invest and we do want to make a better future, uh, more sustainable travel options in the future for them. As, as the UK moves towards this net zero agenda and there's more emphasis on it, the need for sustainable transport solutions are greater than ever. And this project is just the first step along that path, really, of attracting more people to use the trains in this region. Can you tell us a bit more about EMR's efforts to attract more people to train travel and how you're encouraging people to to use train instead of taking the car? Yeah, absolutely. So we've, we've had loads going on over the last few years, um, you know, spanning a whole load of areas, really. Um, I suppose some of the more obvious ones that people will have noticed is the investment in the new fleets. Um, so retiring our class 153s, 156s, HST trains in recent years. Um, in the southern part of our route, we've got the introduction of the electric class 360s as well. So obviously helping with those um, emissions um, and that they're between Corby and London St Pancras. But we've also had the class 170 fleet. Uh, being introduced right across our regional routes which is really good um, and then in the near future we'll see our brand new class 810 trains coming to the region um, so yeah they're bi mode so they can operate in electric um, and diesel mode depending on um, where the overhead wires are on the network um, the more eagle-eyed people among us may have spotted our first one actually traveling to the test track in Melton Mowbray a few weeks ago so that's really 
exciting. Um, but yeah, it's not just about those bigger things. I think as well, there's loads of other areas where we aim to improve customers' journey too. Um, you know, which might not always be most obvious. Um, so stuff like accessibility and inclusive travel is really important to us. Um, so we've recently unveiled some online virtual station tours. You can see go on our website um, and they sort of help customers explore stations prior to travel. You know, and that can be really important to first-time travelers or those who may be unfamiliar and need more time and assistance. Uh, you know, recognize that train travel isn't always easy for everyone. It can be quite overwhelming. So that's that's a really helpful tool, I think, just to provide people confidence. Um, you know, we were recently awarded autism friendly certification as well, uh, which was presented by the National Autistic Society. Um, so that that's really good just to see how we can support um, people living with autism um, in traveling with confidence. Um, and, you know, we've also invested a million pounds on brand new customer information screens. They're starting to go up across um, across the region, really. So they're, they're looking really good and they're much clearer um, to be able to help customers um, you know, know which just doing the simple things like knowing which train and which platform and just seeing it more visually. Um, so May 23 timetable change, which I mentioned earlier, you know, that's all various services being introduced across different routes. So that's further journey opportunities, uh, you know, hopefully helping people travel more um, and even sort of getting people to the station um, or station facilities. We've been investing in um, cycle facilities across the regional routes, about £374,000. Um, and as well, customers at regional stations, they'll have noticed the smart kiosks and hopefully benefiting from them. Uh, so they're sort of kiosks where you can buy your tickets, but they've also got the real-time information screens um, as well. So, yeah, there's, ju there's just loads going on, really. Um, lots has happened, and there's probably lots more will continue to happen just over the next few years um, as, as we move forward. That's really exciting to hear, actually, because uh, at Midlands Connect, we so often look at the very detailed analytical side of things of how we can improve journey times and the actual holistic picture and that integrated picture when you talk about cycle routes or people's experience yeah. when they come to a train station that often gets lost actually but that's important to remember it's about people traveling on the trains and how that actually feels for them isn't it yeah, absolutely. Um, and things like, uh, particularly since COVID, I think with the sort of cleanliness and actually we've kept, um, you know, a lot of our um, cleaners in transit who will, you know, you'll see them out and about on the trains as the trains are in service, you know, they're coming down, they're wiping handle rails and, you know, removing litter and trying to keep the environment really nice um, as well. So it's just those little things really that can make a big difference. Um, we often get a lot of praise for our staff on the trains and on, the, on our stations, which is great. Um, so even, you know, if people have had, disruption um, which is obviously not a positive thing normally but actually we often get positive comments about our staff just because of the way they've handled it and kept people calm and found them alternative ways of travel you know in, in cases where disruptions may be more severe so it's just those little things really that can make a massive difference. Absolutely and I must say when we came to the photo calls at Lincoln and Nottingham the staff were really welcoming and fantastic with us all yeah, accommodating yeah. so yeah I had a great experience visiting both stations. Great. That's well good. thank you James for talking us through all of this today is there anything you want to add? Uh, no I think that's that's everything just thank you very much for having me um, you know it's been interesting to talk to you um, yeah and obviously looking forward to seeing the scheme come to fruition I think. Yeah, here's hoping we'll get it delivered at some stage and potentially uh, talk again then about how successful it is. Absolutely, absolutely. Excellent. Thanks for your time today, James. No worries. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks for listening to The Engine Room. 
and keep an eye on the Midlands Connect website for more new episodes coming soon.